I've heard it gives you an option to to bail out if you want. Yeah, it gives me an option to leave. <laughs> it, maybe maybe I should. Yeah, right. That's my last chance. All right, I hit commit. We're nice. we're in it now. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. So how yeah, you been? So, uh, I've I've been really good, dude. I, I was just gonna say I really like the video. I like being able to like see your face and talk to you, and I do think it's more interesting for for people to like watch or listen to. Yeah. And okay. I've been trying to do it more. I guess I could still do calls just the yeah, the audio is so much better on the computer for some reason. So it, yeah, it is. Yeah. Do I sound okay? Yeah. With, well, okay. Good. Yeah. Sounds um, good. Yeah. But yeah, this I, is fun. I, it, I think it helps to being able to see, see each other. Yeah. I think so too. Yeah. Cause I mean, there's a lot that's lost over the phone, like facial expressions and, and body language and all that. And you get a little bit more of that with video. So, yeah, especially even when you're watching people you don't know too. Cause like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, because you don't know how to, you don't know how to read some of those nuanced things yeah. when it's you, somebody you don't know. Yeah. Then you can put a face with a name and stuff. Plus Chris, our cousin Chris, I mean, he's always, he's always a character you know who wouldn't want to show his face yeah, yeah <laughs> right exactly. yeah that was a great one i listened to that, that thanks was a, that was yeah he's always podcast. great he's always great to talk to plus like yeah one time you'll talk to him he'll have like the best mustache ever the next time he's got a beard out to here and you're like i know well i was i was thinking about it before we did this and like i'm always super excited to record with you but i was thinking like how on earth do i follow up chris schweitzer he's like an expert in everything and also <laughs> the most interesting person i know yeah so <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just. I'm well, just we don't. With, yeah, we don't opinion. have to ever post anything either, too. Though I'm just always excited to. No, I, I, stuff, I think that's but, awesome. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but yeah, sorry about that again. No, no, not at all. No good problem. to see you. Good to talk yeah. to you. Sorry, it's been a little while. I've been super busy actually. In two weeks, I propose my research, so that's like the end of my PhD. I do. I feel like every time I talk to you, you're at the end of your. Of well, something. this is actually the like, end. So I'm graduating. Is, I'm graduating again. <laughs> I'm graduating for the third time. No, yeah. this is this is actually the end. So the way that it works is. Um, you have to propose your research to your like committee and to the official graduate school, and then they accept it or disprove it. I already know it's going to be like accepted. It's going to be fine. Um, but it's like a two hour, hour and a half presentation in like a 60 page paper. And they kind of pour over that. And then when they say, okay, you're good to go ahead and do that. And then you defend. So then I will defend in like May. So I'm proposing. So when you defend for like a PhD, basically that's the proposal is like, this is my idea. This is kind of what I want to do. Yeah. And then the defense is showing what you did and why and how it's. Okay. How it so like defend as in kind of like in a court, how you defend, like you have yeah. a set of ideas and you've done some work and now you're like validating the reason why you did it. So um, can you share what, what you're proposing or no? Yeah. I, I mean, to someone like that doesn't talk to a lot of those things, it it seems like a bunch of jargon. Um, and so I've been working on that robot, you know, like in short still, the whole thing's on this robot. Um, yeah, I know. But is that, like for people that don't know who you are, this sounds even better. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know, I've been, I've been working on this robot. On, on, this, on this little <laughs> palm-sized robot. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, yeah. Uh, These aliens came to my house and... Uh, <laughs> yeah been, exactly. in my backyard we've been working on this robot and i've been uh working on my phd for three years well, of course they're not going to turn down that proposal when it's a robot 
I mean, no, who can turn that down? Who can turn that down? <laughs> I'm, I'm basically golden. No, yeah, so yeah. I mean, to summarize it for you, and if you post this, you know, to whoever, um, the it, the work is on. I was originally hired on as an engineer for um, this this small origami shape shifting sort of robot to be sent to the moon in like 2024. Um, and I was See, I asked, don't think I've ever heard this. Like I hear you're working on a robot and I don't think I've ever heard it sound that cool yeah, before. It's, oh, it's very small. Or yeah. Shape shifting robot that's going to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I feel weird always talking about it because it, it feels very, <laughs> I'm working know. on a transformer. Yeah. Well, that's kind of the way it sounds. Yeah, so I, I don't cool. love to, I don't know. It's just weird for me. It's hard for me to talk about myself. And then it's also hard to talk about the work that I do because it sounds so lofty just because of all the, <laughs> the words that I have to use. So I'm no, a I dynamic... want to hear more. I, I want to uh, so, hear more about so this robot. So that's the robot and the goal. Also, I have what? longer, a little bit longer today than I thought. So no. Rush. Okay. Yeah. Why is it going to the moon? To explore. It's, okay. it's, a, it's one of NASA's robots. What's it looking for? Do you know? life man <laughs> All right, aliens good. i mean are they looking for like water albino just looking people. for whatever oh, well okay so <laughs> there are parts of the moon that nobody has explored yet um there's some really like the back side the dark side of the moon the dark side so... well have you ever seen that transformers movie oh we've already been there. <laughs> oh yeah okay. yeah we've already been there i haven't seen that. um there are some like lunar pits that are very deep that people have not been able to go into that could have been caused by like asteroid impact or whatever. Yeah. And so that's like a high area of interest when it comes to those things, because um, nobody really knows what's down there. And the challenge with that is uh, how do you get something into one of those and withstand a fall so that, you know, it can continue to explore to whatever it's been doing at the bottom. And so, Oh yeah. So the point of these little robots was, uh okay they're they're relatively cheap to manufacture i think the one i have now cost them i think it was like 30 grand um which seems like a lot but in the scope of like nasa's budget it's yeah, hardly none, anything none. yeah yeah it's a your profession yeah, yeah yeah you know me <laughs> um, and so um the the idea was to take like 10 or 20 of them outfit them with like little tools so one might be digging a couple might have cameras um one might be doing sampling stuff and they all go out and they all fall down like a like an area that we haven't been able to go in so like a lunar pit um impact at the bottom and then see what's down there and (laughs) get the first ever pictures of whatever's down there and so they came up with this idea for one and it's shape shifting because it can like fold and change. It can change shape and that kind of lets it go on different terrain pretty easily. And so my whole objective at the beginning was how do you make these robots hit at the bottom and not break? How do we like keep them going? And so uh, that was originally what I was hired on to do. How, how can they, I thought gravity was a lot less up there. So it's like, is it, wouldn't the impact not be that much? It, w- it wouldn't be that much, but we were designing for a maximum of a hundred meters. Okay. Which is 328 feet. So even on lunar with lunar gravity, it's still pretty significant. You see. Um, I see. And so well, this sounds, <laughs> this sounds actually super awesome. Shape shifting rope dot robot to go well, into the, the lunar pits <laughs> it's shape-shifting like so it's like origami based so they have panels and they have joints and hinges and so the idea is 
uh, when you're going to the moon or into space, mass and volume are two things that you really, really want to consider because like for every gram of weight that you include on a rocket, that's X number of dollars of more fuel that you have to use to propel it up there. Um, it's just very valuable. And so in order to save mass and volume, if you could take a robot and fold it up to go up and then it can unfold at the top, um, you're saving a lot of resources in space that way. So nice. That's cool. So that was the goal. So it was originally that, and then it morphed into, um, all right, so I've, I've looked at this one robot. What can I generalize for future robots of this similar type? And I'm kind of like outlining a set of rules by which like a future engineer could begin to design like one of these structures for um, not only for drops, but for like vibrations in general. So I like it. So it's yep. a team of a team of shape shifting robots. Team of shape shifting lunar yeah. robots, man. For some reason I picture. Do you ever play that old computer game, Zumbinis? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> what is that? Create... <laughs> I don't know why I played it. You create this team of like Zumbinis, and they're little they're little creatures, and you can make them however they want, and they all like. They basically just look different. I don't know that they do different things. I'm looking up what a zoom beat. I have no. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, dude! I did play this. Yeah, the yeah. little blue guys. That's kind of what I I'm picturing, except in, except in robot form. So like, yeah, I'm, I think I'm, it's pretty similar. Yeah, it's yeah. hardly anything different. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> they'll find they'll find the, they'll have to make pizzas for some guy up there. Someone will get killed in that. You know. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's that's really been taking up most of my time lately. Is kind of yeah, prepping for this proposal. Um. And then uh, I do other things too. I still work on the side and I grade for two classes on the side. And um, I'm also married and I do a church and a Bible study and a men's group. And so all that. Yeah. I don't have many of those excuses, especially not I'm building a robot. (laughs) That's kind of the, one of the best excuses. That's the big one. I've I've been busy. What are you doing? I'm building a robot. I'm just trying to see what's on the moon. You know, (laughs) what have you been up to? (laughs) Um, (laughs) But yeah. How have you been? What's up? Uh, with good, you? good. Uh, yeah, I have not been building robots. That's for sure. You've been doing a lot of podcasts, though. Uh, I've been trying to. Um, I think that's awesome. Yeah, I I was gonna try to, because um, last year I hardly did any. Um, I don't know what I was doing last year. Like I said, it was just a weird year. But then, um, mm-hmm. yeah, this year I just since the beginning of this year. I mean, I know it just started. I would just thought, well, I'll try to actually be more like proactive and like actually try to reach out more to people and make more of an effort, which is still kind of hard because it's just hard to find time and then schedule stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I'm still kind of learning all that, but then, and then I just thought, well, I'll do a, a zoom call. Basically that, that girl, Emily, I kind of started it. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that video. Yeah, I did. I yeah, watched yeah. it. I didn't know who it was. And so yeah, I will. I, I joined the, uh, you know, Paul Vanderclay, you might've listened yeah. to a few. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I joined this discord server he created. It's full of just like, I don't know how many people in there, probably a thousand, maybe 1200. I don't know. There's a lot oh, of wow. people in there. And so I'm not on there much because they just have so many different threads. It's just kind of hard to keep up with. Yeah. But then he posted a video where he was talking to her. And so then, um, Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And then I saw another video, which then he linked a video with her and this other guy, Chris, so then like I kind of I clicked on that one and then I I left a comment on Chris's uh video and said I'd be interested like I'm kind of interested to see if there's similarities between fat fasting and psychedelics and he was like well message her because she was wanting to do this same thing hmm. and so then that got me to like look into zoom because before like I don't know why I heard somewhere that zoom did not record stuff or like if unless you 
or it recorded only up to 40 minutes max. I've heard that too. I've heard that too. Yeah. But I think that's only if it's idle. (laughs) Like if you. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So, cause then I looked at it again and it's, I mean, it just records however long I've wanted so far. So, cause the one that's awesome. I talked to her for, I think an over an hour or something. It was over an hour. Yeah. And I know, I know I've heard that before that either like, unless you paid a lot of money for it that you could record. Yeah. I don't, yeah. Like I don't know. I don't know. I never tried using it before, but then I got on here and I'm like, you just click a button and it does it. And I was like, Oh, except last, uh, it was sometime this week. My, I don't think it was last night. I talked to Craig and he was doing the screen share thing. And, and he, and I was like, how are you doing that? And he was like, it's just screen share. And I'm like, I don't know how to do any of this stuff. Man. <laughs> yeah. You'll be a pro. That's at the bottom. That's in green. Yeah. I, I see it there. But so like, I don't, I'm afraid to click it. Cause I'm afraid I'll screw something up. Let's see. I don't, I don't have anything to share anyway. So I don't know. But yeah. I'll figure it out if, if I need something interesting. <laughs> share that's cool yeah so that's about kind of all i've been doing that and work i mean it's work's still been really busy so and yeah. then um it's, yeah, that's what it, your dad was telling me yeah when we saw you guys last he said you guys are swamped yeah yeah so i guess that's kind of a good thing yeah it's been really good but yeah so and then doing these it, as long as i can schedule them later late enough in the day it's usually yeah. fine because if i gotta go to severeville i can get back um gotcha you know and I just can't, a lot of times I can't get back before, like, sometimes I can't get back before seven, maybe even later. Yeah. So, yeah. Gotcha. I'm trying to, it'll be nice to find people like more West. So the time zone will end up. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how to do that. But. You should, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's three hours to California. <laughs> yeah. Cause the guys I work with are, so I don't know, but uh, also by the way, if you do want to go see old uh peterson with me i would love for you to come oh yeah that would be that'd if, be great if, yeah if, yeah okay cool mm-hmm. that's march 6th it's in charlotte so i know that's a ways for you so we could talk okay. about like logistics or whatever it's not too far that's is it charlotte's i think it's like five hours for you i think i would always get confused yeah that's not too bad i can do that but we could we could figure it out driving yeah. and stuff but that makes me really excited that you're good to come with me man yeah it was such so a surprise that she got it for me for christmas yeah and it was two tickets and that's crazy so yeah yeah i'm excited for when he starts getting into exodus also but me too. You know, i don't know i don't know if one will do that but yeah so what did uh do you want to talk about anything in particular no well we got a couple things on the docket don't we what's that um, mean <laughs> well there's a couple things that we've talked about talking about yeah we yeah, just haven't actually anyway? talked about yeah. Golden keys, one of them. Oh yeah, dude, we could talk about that. Contraception that. is another. <laughs> Are, do you got all these pulled up here? Share no, screen. no, those were the those were the two that that I just remembered. Yeah, I do remember that. Um, <laughs> we've talked about contraception before. That gets that gets kind of crazy, a little dicey. At least it gets dicey around people I know. But yeah, I, I do really want to hear your thoughts on golden key, though. All right, let's um, talk about the golden key. I gotta I gotta refresh my. Or, I list, or, I re-listened to it um a couple weeks ago or you can tell me what you think about contraception either one you want to go with here let's go with the golden key okay all right um when was the last time you read it um i read it uh i think it was the the, towards the end of last year i think Um, yeah so i haven't been super recent but do you um, remember it well yeah i think so yeah i actually have it uh with me it's in my book bag i was gonna i don't know why i grabbed it I think I have it. No, it's uh, no. Yeah, I do have it here. Yeah, 
yeah so i got it i got my copy yep yeah so yeah i don't know go ahead man what'd you think oh man george mcdonald Uh, he wrote this book it's golden key um yeah it's great um I'm just going to like preface this with my thoughts are just from some guy that read the book that likes it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like I'd probably get more out of it if I were like a, like a literary expert or something. Yeah. Um, or if I'm extremely well read, but I'm not. And so this is just coming from, you know, my opinion. Um, I, I really liked the book. A um, couple of things that jumped out to me was one, uh, it felt very, and that was the third George McDonald book that I've read as well. Um, I like oh, his kids. Yeah. Yeah. I did the uh, oh. day boy and the night girl. Oh, really? And okay. the light princess. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So those are great too. Yeah. Um, but I think the golden key was my favorite out of those three. Um, and I felt like the entire time as I was reading through, there was a lot of meaning to everything that I was missing out on. I, th- I felt like every single line in that book was symbolic in some way. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, it wasn't surprising to me at all that he was, you know, the inspiration for many huge writers. It, it read very similar to the ways like Lewis wrote or something, you know? Um, and it, I could tell that it was very deep and profound. So yeah those are my general thoughts yeah uh what about you like high level overview what do you think um yeah it's it's tough like i said i think i told you that before almost every time i read that story it's just a short story so it's It's just yeah like maybe uh my in my book which is like this size it's uh the font's like this big yeah so it's like 30, 30 something pages long. Like it's because I said this book has like four different stories in it. So yeah, yeah, that's where it ends. So it's just like the beginning part. But so it's really short. But every single time, like, dude, it, it makes me cry. I don't know why. And I wonder it, it like it you made said, me really emotional too. Yeah, yeah, it's it's got this like you can tell there's like symbolism in it, but I love what he does. It is like you can't put your thumb down on any of it. Mm-hmm. Like it it kind of like you'll be like, oh, this could mean this. And then it as soon as you try to grab it, it like kind of yeah like he'll say something else about it and you're like okay it doesn't i mean which is like it's really nice in a way because you can just read the story instead of trying to like make it make you know make Mm. it something you just kind of have to read it and enjoy it and then uh but he does stuff to like the way he just it almost feels it's very easy to read so it's like there's not Mm -hmm. a lot of crazy vocabulary or anything but it's almost feels like the way it's i have this feeling that it's kind of like some sort of tapestry or something like his because there's uh, the thing with the rainbow mm-hmm. um and that's like kind of woven throughout the whole story mm-hmm. sorry i think i just thought i heard one of the dogs or something i don't know um so basically i mean we can just give spoilers i guess i don't know i guess um, so yeah. i mean it's been out for how many hundreds oh, yeah, of over, years, over now? years yeah. <laughs> yeah go get the book stop this read it if you yeah. want to read it which i suggest yeah. doing it's really good but um yeah so basically it's like the guy it's it's about a boy and a girl and yeah. I really honestly, like, I think if anybody's lost anybody in their life, I think they should read this story because it's mm. just like it, it does something with your, uh, I, I don't know how to describe it. I don't, I wouldn't say it, it does something with your imagination where it lifts it. It's, it's more just like, um, uh, it kind of, it almost like suspends your imagination in a way and lifts you up in hope. 
if that's I don't know if that's the right way to put it, or at least it's what it does for me. Like it's got this lofty hope where the story just kind of carries carries you up. And that's all that's I don't know a better way to describe it. Because basically the boy, so I can give this the over yeah, yeah give the boy give the yeah, the over the summary. So it's this guy and this girl. And so it starts out with a, a boy and he starts asking his his aunt or something is telling him about this key, yep. this golden key. And she says, you'll find it at the end of a rainbow. And um, he says, maybe maybe it's the rainbow rainbow's egg. She says, perhaps it is. So basically he goes out into the uh, fairyland or whatever and finds this golden key. He falls asleep on a bed. There's like this, these threads too. Like he falls yep. asleep on a bed of moss. Yep. Uh, his nickname is Mossy. Um, because he sits on moss and reads a lot. So the kids call him that. Um, so anyways, he finds the key. Um, then he, it kind of cuts to this other part of the story and it's this girl and she gets scared by the, these fairies play a trick on her. She like runs out into the, into the woods in the fairyland. Um, comes to this lady's house. No, she gets, she ends up following this fish. So she sees this fish and it says that it has bright colors and yep. it's kind of this rainbow fish and it's flying in the sky. It's just weird stuff. But then, so she follows the rainbow, basically. Uh, she follows, she follows this fish. It leads her to this lady's house. Um, and then the boy ends up doing the same thing. I think he falls asleep and then wakes up and sees a, the, a fish also. The, uh, the, the girl, what's her name? Tangle. Uh, Tangle. Yeah. They, she finds, she meets the old lady and then they make the dinner together. And then yeah. the old lady tells whatever her name is, grandmother, grandmother tells the fish, go and find the boy. And then the fish goes and brings Mossy in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah so then, then they have to, she says they have to go find what the key um, is going to open basically. And so their journey, it's this, just this boy and this girl and they just walk and walk and walk. And then uh, they, they get separated in the, the land, the land where the shadows fall is what it's called. Uh, it's really intriguing. And so they're walking through this valley and they're seeing all these shadows that just are cast on the ground from all these higher things, these things up above them that they can't see. All they can see is the shadows, but they love them. They love the shadows. Yeah. And the shadows are like lifting them to look up and yep. like lifted They're they, they want to find that's when like, they almost forget about the key for a moment. And they're like, we need to find this, this land where the shadows are coming from this land i mean it's so incredibly profound it's like that's what yeah we're living i know in now yeah i know it's like yeah. I, I know you can pick up on it i know you can so basically it's like we see the pattern of the heavenly things now so we're living kind of in a land of shadows now so they but anyway they get separated there if i'm remembering right and then i think so yes yeah they get split up and then she she goes and she finds the old man of the sea mm -hmm. and then he tells her to go find the old man of the earth she goes, then he tells her to go. Am I getting that right? Yes. The old man of the, and then is there only then, one more? The old there's man the old the, man of the fire. Yeah. Right. And that's the last one. I think. No. Right? Oh no. I can't remember. Maybe, maybe it is just three. I think it is just three old men. Okay. Yeah. The water, then, the water, the earth, and then the fire, then the earth and then the fire. Yeah. That's yeah. right. That's right. And as they, as she goes to each one, they're older, but they're younger. And the last one's a yeah. child, which is really weird too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is when the story for me took like a weird turn. And yeah, I, I like took a step back. And, what am I reading? You yeah. know? Yeah, it's like yeah, it's weird. It's like it's like she's, uh, it's this childlikeness or something. Like he, yeah. if you read like as you continue to read more of his writings, like George McDonald's writing, you'll notice like there's certain things. Um, I don't know if you call them even archetypes for him or what you'd call them, but there's certain characters like the grandmother. 
mm. is, is in other stories than just that one. I don't know if she's in the Day Boy and Night Girl. Um, she might be in that one too. I don't know. I don't. Rem- I don't think she is though. But anyway, so to get back to the the Golden Key. So then at the after she goes, basically keeps going down, down into the heart of the earth, and then he draws out a serpent and it slithers off and he says follow that serpent and so she just says she walks and walks and walks then it cuts back to the boy and he uh he's basically looking for her and he can't find her and then he finds the old man of the sea and he says can you tell me to the old man like where the old man of the sea is and he's like i'm him and he's like well you look young and he's like you see me better than most do and i don't know it's just weird stuff like that man yeah, yeah, it's like these weird little hints, and you're like, "What am I supposed to make of this?" You just gotta <laughs> chew on it. And from what it, uh, so it, anyway, so then the, the old man, instead of sending him down to meet these other people, he makes him walk across the ocean, basically, mm-hmm. and says, "Just start walking across the sea," because I think he sees the rainbow way out across the ocean, and so he starts walking towards it. Yep. And then I think it disappears. Then eventually he finds. Uh, I, I sounds like he comes to some rock, starts climbing up it and finds the hole for the golden key. He puts it in and turns it. Um, the steps fall down in front of him. He walks up and like in this cave is uh, Tangle and she's sitting there and her hair is like really long because she's and she just looks at him and she's like, I've been waiting for you for such a long time. And then uh, I can't remember. He, then he, there's some other keyhole in there and he puts in the key and they there's, uh, there's pillars too, right? Yeah, like there's seven something. pillars of all the colors of the rainbow in that room. Yeah, I think. and then he's something yeah. like that. And then he's like, but there's this one color that they had never seen before or that something he like could, that. He could, yeah, that's a color that he couldn't recognize her name that he yeah. saw at the rainbow at the very beginning of the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Something, yeah. And so he like just ties it. It's, this story is amazing. Yeah. And then he, so he turns the key. And then if I remember, then I think it opens up like basically the rainbow and they just go up and, and yep. I th- let me, let me read the last part. I'll just read it. Yeah. Yeah. Please do. It's so good. Let's see. I think it's good. Maybe other people. I I thought it was. All right. He took his key. It turned in the lock to the sounds of the, of Aeolian music. I guess that's how you say it. A door opened upon slow hinges and disclosed a winding stair within the key vanished from his fingers. Tangle went up. Mossy followed the door closed behind them. They climbed out of the earth and still climbing rose above it. They were in the rainbow far abroad over ocean and land. They could see through its transparent walls, the earth beneath their feet. Stairs beside stairs wound up together, and beautiful beings of all ages climbed along with, the, with them. They knew that they were going up to the country once the shadows fall, and by this time, I think they must have got there. And that's just how it ends. Love it. <laughs> I know, dude. It kind of leaves you with that, uh, what does C.S. Lewis say, further up and further in or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So what are your overall impressions? Like, what do you think the story is about? Do you know? That was was a great synopsis. Uh, So I don't know. Well, I like what you said that you think if anyone's lost someone, they should read the story. Cause I mean, I I completely agree, but it definitely leaves you with a feeling of like hopefulness. Yeah. Um, And it's, to me, it's kind of a hopefulness for something that you don't even understand or yeah. you can't even put a word to. Um, but it's it's just hopefulness that that something is good, but you don't even know what that is. You could you see the shadows of it. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I think good. it's pretty uh, definitively allegorical. I mean, he was a believer, right? He believed yeah. in God and I, I see a lot of those themes throughout the thing. So 
obvious ones um the place from which the shadows fall is kind of here i i kind of see the ascension up to the rainbow up the rainbow as like the ascension to heaven um fairyland i see as like the because at the at the beginning his house was at the border of real earth and fairyland and i don't quite understand fairyland i don't quite understand fairies there's a lot of stuff there and i know you've like it's weird learned about some of it Um, (laughs) well mostly through his writings but his his writings they make sense like i'm like when when he talks about fairies and fairyland you're like oh okay yeah that that exists that makes sense (laughs) like yeah it's just a yeah it's hard to describe it's i mean because they're the land of fairy it's not just fairies in that the fairies are in that but it's kind of like nature spirits things like that are involved but it's um yeah there's a there's a passage in the book fantasties where he talks about fairies okay and when he describes it in that it makes a lot more sense it's basically he said it's kind of like the the fairies of the flower is what he's talking about specifically in that one but he's like the consciousness of the kind of like the consciousness of the flower or something like the intelligence of the flower so if you had god and God created the logos, the word, it'd be mm-hmm. something, something kind of like the word to the flower. What binds, it's the binding, the, what bind, what holds the flower together, the unity of it, what kind of, what constructs the flower. So he's, he's saying like, if you were to take a flower and look at it and study every aspect of it, stare at it, almost let it speak to you in a way, mm-hmm. like, like look at it, stare at it. Like, I don't know. And then, and then he said, and so if you could look at it like you would a house and then kind of even think like, like, like uncle Mark's cabin is the best thing I know. Like example, like you would just look at his cabin and think what kind of man or what person, Mm. like, so you could say it's the person of the flower or personality of the flower in a way. Uh, There's different ways to say it, I guess. So like that's specifically, so I think the land of fairy is something that's probably not it definitely, but it's something akin to that. And you're kind of, it, you're opened up um, to kind of uh, a more spiritual realm where you kind of can see the the personality behind nature and stuff. Like people, I mean, people mm. do that now and they don't even realize it. Like people mm. will go sit beneath a, their favorite tree yeah, or something. Yeah. And it's like, well, what's it about that tree that you like? Because it's, it's probably motherly in a way. Like there's all these aspects of it that you don't even right. recognize like that it's comforting like i guess motherly in that it's comforting it's like cozy it's i don't know so there's all i think it's kind of like it's kind of like that but then at the same time in the land of fairy like there's it's it's unpredictable too because it's nature it's yeah and so it's it's dangerous it's not really safe either and and fairies are mischievous and they'll play pranks on you and everything so so it's not quite like the bridge from the physical realm to the spiritual realm it's like yeah yeah, it's not. It's it's its own separate thing. Like there's yeah, yeah. It's it, it is. I think it is a spiritual realm. But then at the same time, like I don't want to. Like it's one of those things you don't even really want to explain too much because like I don't think you can properly understand right. it. And I feel like if you do, you'd probably lose it a little bit. Yeah. And 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 you don't want to. And I'm always hesitant to do that too because I'm hesitant to over spiritualize things as well because I would hate to say like mm. you could never actually see a fairy because I'm like well. I've seen some strange stuff and I'm like, and, and even if you're a Christian, it's like, if you believe in the incarnation, then you have yeah. to believe the logos can manifest. And I guess you would say 
the logos of the fairy or whatever, the person of the fairy manifest in the flower. I guess you could say that, but then I don't know. But then I think you could see behind the veil. I don't know. It's, it's hard to say. Cause I mean, I've seen spiritual stuff before. Yeah. So it's, yeah. yeah. Well, it kind of reminds me of, of like a few experiences I've had personally. And a lot of them do come from like being outside or, you know, there is like that natural element to it, but have you ever had an experience uh, and it meant something deeply to you, but it, you don't even know like what it meant. Yeah. Does, does that make sense at I, all? I mean, it makes sense when you say it, I can't think of one off the top of my head. Do you, can you give an example? Or so I, one discreet example, it wasn't me. It was a friend I was talking to, um, sure it wasn't. but this, this is where it really stuck out to me is he was telling me, he was out in California or something and he was out and it was just kind of the wilderness and they were camping and there were fireflies like going back and forth and just kind of blinking for like repetitively back and forth. And he was just kind of sitting there for hours and, and we were getting breakfast and he told me, and I don't even know what it meant, but it meant a lot to me. And I will always remember that moment, but I don't even know what it means. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I, I've got a few experiences like that too, where I just have memories that are very, um, I don't know, very meaningful, but I don't even know why. And mm. it, and it kind of seems like why some of those experiences are meaningful is because you got like a little glimpse behind the veil or, yeah. um, you yeah, know, or you, at least, you know you, that there's something deeper or you yeah. saw the manifestation of the logos or you felt the manifestation of the logos, but you can't even wrap your mind around it. Yeah, yeah. So, like you get that sense of deeper meaning and deeper knowing, but you don't even know like what it is, but you know, it's yeah. there. I don't know. No, I know what you mean. Yeah. 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 I know exactly what you mean. I've had it's like you, you know, something's there's something behind, behind that moment. Like yeah, it's not. It's and not so just it's like it's not just you. random out in nature. Like there's something going on here. There's something, something yeah. in the yeah in the spirit. I guess you'd say behind all this. Yeah, yeah. I, and I I've always kind of take. I've always kind of felt in those moments. Like I've been really hungry for those moments a lot lately. But I've always felt in those moments that it's some sort of like direct gift from God to me, just like reminding me of His presence. And it and it probably yeah. totally is. Um, but in the context of like the fairy realm and, and the flower being the manifestation of the logos of something beyond, I think it definitely works in that. You yeah. Know, yeah. Yeah. Too. Um, yeah. Like there's that place where I go out and walk and read my Bible. It's uh, like, it's one of those things where I never, I never see anything naturally, like with my natural eye, but there's mm -hmm. times where I go out there and like, and it's probably some, nostalgia mixed in i guess and some just but then at the same time like, but, you know, but why of, is that invalid i don't know i yeah, think nostalgia plays a part in that yeah it's i cool. don't I, I i completely agree because there's memory there and so yeah. there's memory and uh but i i really really like i believe that like i really believe that there's a lot going on there i think because maybe i've just gone there for probably at least four years now and i'll spend hour after hour after hour just walking those trails and reading the bible and I'll pray, I'll worship, but I'll just like go out there and I'm like, man, this place is just saturated with peace. And it really mm -hmm. feels like there's angels out there. And I don't know how else to describe it. And they may not be like, oh, super high angels. Oh, this is Gabriel and Raphael <laughs> and all that or anything. It's just like, like there's a, it, like 
fairies you could say are like if you look at it like a hierarchy it's like fairies would be lower down but it's like there's just this i and i don't know what else you would call that like a presence of peach i peace <laughs> peach uh, <laughs> i feel like you would call it angels in a way like it's angel of peace i think something. so there's like there's angels so. of peace out there and yeah. it's just uh and it causes yeah it, it, it causes you to I look up is probably not the right word. Like I would say look up, but I think it causes you to, to think higher, to think a little loftier, to think, to think on higher things rather than you, you forget for a moment, forget all the, the petty things we normally think about, or even like you can just be out there walking and you'll forget about even like food or anything. You just start like caught up in, in this, this, this like literally it's just like this presence of peace or that's how it happens for me so that's what i'm saying like i don't know if like everybody experiences that out there they probably don't so i think that's why some of it is like personal and memory that goes in with it but like i said i don't like you said i don't think that's invalid but yeah yeah i don't think that's about but yeah i mean you said exactly what i was trying to say yeah like that that sort of experience yeah Um, and it's there's something there and you can't see it with your natural eye but you know it's 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 deeper than, like you said, it's deeper than a, a, not a normal moment. Right. You know? Yeah. And it sticks with you and it's weird. Yeah. Like you can't shake like your friend with the fireflies. It's like, he'll probably remember that till he dies. And it's yeah. like, why? <laughs> because like, there's plenty of things I forget all the time. Right. And, yeah. and that doesn't even seem super meaningful either. I did yeah. just that. Oh, you specific... saw a firefly. Cool, man. Yeah. That, oh, that's <laughs> just that conversation specifically. I mean, that was years ago. We talked about that, but he was like, and I don't know why, but that, that meant so much to me. And, and it kind of got me thinking like, I, I have those two and I don't know why it's not necessarily a place, but it's been like specific moments um, in specific places. And it's, I can remember like the temperature and I can remember what the sun looked like and all the sounds. And, and I remember just, being there in that moment and thinking this is really important and i don't know why it's kind of like you're walking through the land of shadows and you saw something and you love it and you don't quite you don't quite see it and you don't quite understand it but you want to get there yeah um, yeah yeah, yeah. Sort of it's kind of like you could look at uh i was about to say a rock but that's probably not a good example. <laughs> <laughs> unless you really like the rock i guess yeah i mean um, you might i don't know yeah i was thinking so like, I, I don't know, you see a, a birch tree or something, you yeah. know, with like the white bark and it's just like standing by itself or I don't know, somehow it just pops to you. And like you said, you're just looking at it and it's almost like that birch tree becomes the shadow and you're mm-hmm. like, yeah, you're like, okay, there's something even h- higher and more hopeful than this tree. Something that is, that keeps this tree together in unity and whatever that thing is like the tree almost is the shadow of the real and you're looking for the for the land from whence the, the, the tree was created, basically the shadows fall. Yeah. Yep. I think, I think that's what he's kind of getting at. With that. I think that's I what know. he's getting at yeah. too, but it's cool. I got the impression that they died. Yeah. I thought <laughs> yeah, so yeah. too. Okay. I think right. they died. Yeah. 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 So they are sky and a girl and they're, they're going through life together and you can call them. I don't know that I'd call them lovers. You could just call them friends. It's just them together. Mm-hmm. And it's just two companions. I think is what I'd say. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's why I'm like, man, if, if somebody's lost somebody, I think it's just, it's, I think that's why it touches me too, though, is because like, I think I read it. Well, I read his stuff last year, but it's still like, I, I mean, I know it's just losing Verona, my dog. So it's like, mm. it's always oh, just a dog to most people. But I think, because I've told you that before at my time, that time it was like, she was 
Like, oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I know, like my, I know what Verona was to you. Yeah. Like yeah. my, my kind of my only friend, my best friend, like kind of like a child in a way too. I don't know how you call her wife, but it's like, you know, it's like, you know, <laughs> more family, child. Yeah, family, family. family. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And so sure. I kind of lost all of my family. So I think that's why maybe it was, I was still processing a little bit like, mm. and I probably still am. And so when I read that, it's kind of like that part at the end where she's just like, she's just sitting there waiting for him. It's like, I've been waiting for you for such a long time. I don't know. It's, it's comforting to think they get separated in the land of shadows. Like we all will at some point, if you're walking through this life with a companion, but then you'll end up together at the end. And then just, yeah. yeah. I don't know that to me. I think that's, it, it's, it's nice too. Cause it's just a, I feel like it's a, easy book of his to digest because it's very easy to read and it's very short too yeah so yeah yeah. no i completely agree and i think that's where the tone of hopefulness comes from is that they end up together and then they end up going somewhere but you don't even know exactly where they're going but they've probably made it so they'll be fine yeah you know that's yeah that's the tone that it ends on um yeah he does that he'll like he'll give you this taste for it george mcdonald it's like here like like i'll put leave you with this taste of this this hereafter no no long for it you know yeah i don't know yeah exactly yeah um so let's talk about so the boy um goes and he follow he goes to the rainbow why is what's with the key what do you think is why is there key at all oh man I, you know, that's a very good question. I never even thought of that. I, what do you think? I don't know. I just thought of that. I, I was just the, thinking of the story in chronological order and it all is because of the key. Yeah. He, she says, you know, it's not a Christian story. Like it, it has Christian themes probably an element. Like I'm sure it's Christianity bled into it. Yeah. It's not oh, like I'm he sure mentions right. God at all. And I've wondered, I wonder a little bit if the key has something to do with her. Who, I don't the girl I don't, yeah I, I don't know why the boy's aunt at the beginning says uh oh I forget what does she say about it it's yes. better he's he says oh I could sell it yeah yeah it so, says oh it's better if you never find it than if you found it and you sold it yeah I think it says something like her, his father had a key like that at one point too if I remember right gotcha. I don't know yeah she says uh there was a boy who used to sit in the twilight and listen to his great aunt stories she told him that if he could reach the place where the end of the rainbow stands. He would find there a golden key. And what is it for? The boy would ask. What is the key of? What will it open? Nobody knows. The aunt would reply. He has to find that out. I suppose being gold, the boy once said thoughtfully that I could get a good deal of money for it, for it if I sold it. Better never to find it than to sell it, returned his aunt. Yeah. And the boy went to bed and dreamed about the golden key. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just great. Um, let me see. Um I was trying to see if it says that is, is yeah. Uh, did you ever know anybody to find it? He asked one evening. Yes. Your father, I believe found it. Mm. And what did he do with it? Can you tell me? He never told me. What is it like? He never showed it to me. How does a new key come there? Always. I don't know. There it is. Perhaps it is the rainbow's egg. Perhaps it is. You'll be a happy boy. If you find the nest, perhaps it comes tumbling down the rainbow from the sky. Perhaps it does. It's just like, I love how he leaves you with questions and yeah. you're just like, wait like i want to know what i I don't know what it is i I, yeah i don't know what the key is yeah i mean you could 
because you 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 could say oh it's christ or try to make but i'm like i don't think he means it that way i don't think it means it that way either i think it's pretty obvious that it totally could be yeah but but i don't i don't i don't know i feel like it's more subtle and nuanced than that yeah it doesn't seem if i were to say oh the key is christ it doesn't seem to apply in that story because that story seems to be about a boy and a girl going through life together and so i think so um, which I mean, being a Christian, I would say like, yeah, Christ binds all things together, of course. But like in that story, it's like, there's, uh, it just doesn't really seem like that's what he was getting at with it. That's yeah. why I'd, I'm, I've wondered if it has more to do with, um, with the girl. Cause I feel like if it was Christ or some sort of aspect of like redemption and forgiveness, he would have played on that a little more. And he didn't, I don't think he really played on, I, or at least I didn't get the sense that he did. I don't did think you? so. No, I don't know. No, I don't think so. I think the only like pretty easy to spot symbolic thing going on with the key is the necessity for the key to get to the rainbow to then ascend the rainbow. The key was the link. Yeah. Um, The key comes from the rainbow. His father Mm. had the key and through the key, he was able to access the rainbow himself um, yeah, but again, I don't know if I don't know if that it's, I don't know it's, if it's Christ, but it totally it totally could be, and I yeah, see yeah. how those influences are there. Yeah, I just feel like if somebody went around saying it's it's Christ, it would almost kind of take away from the story a little bit. Well, I agree. Reason. I agree. Yeah. Be- well, I think a part of it is, I think a part of it is certainly, and this might be super off, but I. I feel like a part of it is uh, the beauty, not just like in the destination of the rainbow, but of the entire journey and the mystery of the journey and not understanding everything. Right. Mm -hmm. And I I think that was the thing that stood out to me was because it was very mystical and I had no idea what was going on through the whole story. I was like, what is happening? Um, But, but he, he puts it in a way where at the end it's all okay. And it was all good even the parts that didn't seem good. Like it was, you can in retrospectively see uh, this was one heck of a journey. Right. And I feel like that's the way that life kind of is. And so I, yeah, I, for the same reason, I don't really want to put a label on the key itself because I think that takes away part of the mystery and the mystery is part of the fun. Mystery is yeah, part of the adventure. That's, that's a good way of saying it. Yeah. Yeah. It is. A, yeah. He leaves you with this mystery and it, yeah. It yeah. makes you, and it makes you think about it more. Like when you're done reading the book, you just sit there and you're like, okay, it sticks with you. Cause you got to think about the mystery of it. Like, why is it so? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So yeah. let's keep going through. So he finds the key, right. And then it jumps to tangle at the grandmother's house. You said she's like a, uh, kind of a recurring character, recurring the yeah. archetype of a uh oh the grandmother okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah the, she's in fantasties uh yep. more than once um like i don't know it, it didn't i didn't pick up on it the first time i read through fantasties it was at least second time maybe the third time i read through that okay. four times last year <laughs> yeah but she's uh yeah she's the it's it's kind of the mother like you could say it's the divine mother you could say it's eve yep. almost in a sense yep. or, or mother earth you could even say it's this kind of the spirit of the mother, I guess, manifesting in his story in different areas. And so she's in that one. She's in, um, 
what's it? The princess and the goblin, I think. Okay. There's a, there's a kind of a, the same figure in there. There's a story, another short story called the wise woman. And I didn't get the impression that the wise woman in that story was quite the same. Interesting. Um, yeah, she wasn't, it could have been, she could have been, but she was definitely more the, this character, like the grandmother in this, um, and in Fantasties almost feels like overwhelmingly comforting mm. and just like so homely and just you want it, you encounter it and you just want to stay there and she gives you hot food and a bed and you're just like, this is the rest I needed. And yeah, and the wise woman and it doesn't quite feel that doesn't feel the same way in that story. So yeah, I would yeah, it's kind of I'm not really sure. But yeah, so the Tangle, um yeah, she's in her house and then uh the fairies come and they like scare her and so she climbs out the window and runs into fairyland. Um so what do you think of her do you what do you think of her name? Do you think there's anything to that? Oh, Tangle? Yeah, yeah. I haven't really thought about that. What do you think? I, I'm not really sure what to make of it. I think it says. It was because her hair was all matted, right? Yeah. And she's because no one brushed her hair and she yeah. was untidy. Oh, that um, whole thing was interesting un- about how fairies hate untidiness and uncleanliness. Yeah. Yeah. So um, she was, she was like uncared for in a way or something. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, again, I don't want to think like too deep or read in too much, yeah, but uh, some things are pretty obvious. It seems like, but yeah, uh, to be characterized by, to have your your identity be like a adjective that signifies your unkemptness seems pretty degrading. Yeah. Um, yeah but yeah. then at the mother at the grandmother's house, she fixes her hair and dolls her up and makes her very nice and clean. But the name sticks, which is also interesting. Yeah, it's weird because I don't even know if he's that intentional about it. You know, like I'm I don't. Not, I'm I, not I, positive. I feel like he probably just writes the story and enjoys writing it, and it's like, oh, her name's Tangle, and like, and it just works because he's yeah. just. I mean, I could be wrong on that. Maybe he's very intentional. Be like, I need to call her Tangle for this reason, so that way it'll. Yeah, come I across don't know. As a, I'm like, I don't. Yeah, I don't know either. Um. Yeah, and that's why I like hesitate to read too much into it. Yeah. But, but I mean, I think it's possible to get things out of and learn lessons out of things that were never meant to be th- lessons in the first place, right? I yeah. think that's totally valid. Um, and so I wouldn't discount it, even though we think he might not have meant it in a certain way. Um, I thought yeah. the grandmother seemed when i was reading it for the first time i immediately thought of uh it really seemed to me that the grandmother was the personification of just the feminine mm-hmm. big f capital f yeah um, yes. <laughs> uh, the feminine you know the the feminine spirit the and so yep exactly right Did i want to do something i want to do something bad i don't know what i'm doing <laughs> um yeah, so like I mean that idea that you you know you've talked about that I I've wrapped my head around the masculine and the feminine and the the mother earth and that she had the green dress um and she had another bed of moss for her to lay down on she and never was, wore shoes too she never wore shoes yeah, yeah she talked with the fishes um, she talked with all the animals and then when 
Tangle was able to drink or eat some of what she had prepared for her, she too was able to understand what all the creatures were saying. Um, yeah, yeah, that made a lot of sense. So, what do you think of the fish? And the fish turns into a, a an errant. I think it says later, and it story. and it doesn't tell you what it yeah, is. Yeah, it's like that's what I am. I'm an errant. <laughs> if you're like what, but so what do you think of that? Is it like because they, they it flies out the window and then doesn't aren't they supposed to follow it or something? I think so. I can't remember. Yeah. Well, I, so at first I immediately noticed the theme of the rainbow going through the entire story. Yeah. So uh, Mossy goes to the base of the rainbow. And then Tangle follows the rainbow fish. And then it might just be because I've listened to too much Jonathan Peugeot or something. But when all the fish were arguing about who's going to be the one to be eaten, every single time I hear anything like that, now I immediately think of martyrdom and hierarchies and things oh, like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, no, but it says that. Uh, yeah, no, it does. The, it does. It says the, the high, I think it says that he makes some comment like the highest good. Um, an animal can attain is to be eaten by a person or something like yep. that. Yeah. And it's, it's something basically that when he said, when I first read it, it kind of rubbed me the wrong way a little bit. I'm like, Oh, that's pretty sad. But then you think about it. If you really, really keep chewing on it, you're like, that is kind of the highest good. And we should kind of desire the same thing to yep. offer for ourselves as a sacrifice. Like Paul said, what I'm already be being poured out as a drink offering. Yeah. Like to kind of offer, give ourselves in the same way. It's like the giving tree or something. Yeah, yeah. it is like the giving tree. But yeah, yeah. so I mean, so, uh, yeah. anytime I see anything like that, I, I think about how that's good. Nice. A martyrs at the top of the hierarchy, and then comes like some transformation into something. Mm, yeah, yeah, because they eat the fish. Well, yeah, it's weird because they eat the fish, and then it uh, plops out of the pot. Yep, and it's it's like it's already eaten, but it's not eaten at the same mm-hmm. time. It's like transformed in the pot. And then it comes in, it turns into this. It sounds like some sort of glowing light fairy thing. Or something. That's what I was kind of picturing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't know what exactly it is here. I'm going to hold this up. I don't know if you'll be able to see it. Cause this guy, somebody, someone did artwork for this. I don't know who did the artwork, but it's pretty cool. But, um, can you see that? So she's holding it. Oh, that is not at all what I was picturing. <laughs> yeah. That's, I don't know. That's yeah. naked. <laughs> I know it's a little naked. It <laughs> looks like a little, a little naked, naked human. That's yeah, cool though. It's, that's cool it looks like a little angel is what it kind of looks yeah, like and i'm like it does I but i don't i don't i don't know if i pictured it that way when i read it but a big i kind of pictured uh, yeah like a light a little fairy so light I. or something i don't yeah. know what do you call it yeah but i definitely saw the theme of uh martyrdom being like the the passage between an ordinary wow. fish and something extraordinary that can yeah. lead the way so what do you think about that? I don't know. I was, I kind of wonder what that was. Like, but I don't know. Cause yeah, like you said, it's interesting because they follow the fish and it's like this rainbow. Um, and so in my mind, like it, whenever I see the rainbow thing, I just, and I don't know if this is in his story or not. I have no idea, but I always think about the throne of God. Um, Cause it, I like book of Ezekiel. And so it says like, I, when he sees the throne of God, he says it's like in, encased in a rainbow, basically mm. like there's a rainbow wrapped around it. So I kind of, I don't think that necessarily like, Oh, it means that, but it's kind of like lingering in the back of my mind. If you know what I mean? Like kind of yeah. like this connection of like the highest good or something. I, in a way, I don't really know. So, but they're following these little fish that are like that, but then these fish transform into this, this light thing, this little creature of light that, she throws out the window into the darkness 
And then you don't really hear about him again until later. And then I think the girl encounters it mm-hmm. after she gets lost in the land of shadows and has to go through some crevice, some cave. Mm-hmm. And I think that's when she encounters it. And then him. Yeah. And it guides her with his light. Yes. Mm-hmm, yeah. And then yeah, the it boy, lights the way. He's when he's walking across the sea, it's like beneath him in the water and he doesn't yep. even know. And it's guiding him the whole time. Yeah. It's really weird. I'm like, I don't, but I, I kind of like the, like you said, the mystery of it. You're like, you're, it's like, it's like, it's relatable and you don't know how you're like, Oh, I know that. I think yep. I have one of those. I yep. think I have one of those errands. I know it's there guy. Like somehow yep. pulling me through all this, this trudging along in this life, especially the dark places. And you're like, yeah, it's, but you don't, you can't, but you don't even know this. what it is. You don't even know what it looks like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Um, that's cool. That's a cool reference with Ezekiel. <laughs> I like that a lot. Yeah. That's something I'm going to have to chew on. Yeah. So then they go out. Um, so what did you think of the, uh, cause they, if I remember it, they go out and they, they walk through the forest for a while and then they come to, it sounds like it's a big open desert. Was that, am I picturing it right? The, the, where the, where all the shadows are on the ground. I kind of pictured a big desert. Yeah. Yeah. So what did you think? Yeah, of I that? think so. So do you, do you think there's any, like, I mean, like similarities, like, I mean, like we said, there's still a mystery to it, obviously, right. but what, so they're know. walking along and they come to the land where the shadows fall and they see things like on the walls and on the ground and they don't know what it is but they love it and then they just get separated that's the entire experience there right yeah well they see i think it says they see the shadows and it's almost like the shadows aren't even necessarily on the ground if i remember right like yeah and some of them will be thicker and then they'll see shapes then they'll see like all of a sudden horses and the horses will kind of like and it's almost like the shadows are it's like they're almost tangible or something in a a way because it's like they're they get thicker and more. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's he, the way he described it is kind of obscure, but it's weird. I don't know. But yeah. And then, yeah, like you said, and then I think that they, if I remember right, they get separated. Yeah. So. So what do like, I think about that? Yeah. Uh, again, just not as a, not as a literary professional or anything. Me either. Um, <laughs> uh, I guess it kind of, I mean, it kind of still plays with that idea that I told you about of like, uh, sensing meaning and sensing something that is beyond you and having an understanding of, of meaningfulness and something good, but not being able to characterize what it is or why. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, and to me, I mean, as, as a Christian, that idea means a lot to me because it's almost as if, you get like a little glimpse into the character of God and you're not able to, it's, it's something so far beyond what you can understand that it doesn't make sense to you. And you can only describe it abstractly if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, yeah. I Um, like what you mean. Yeah. I think, I think I understand. Yeah. It's like you're, you're, he's like writing some sort of, in like a poetic language of some sort of inner intuition. It's not that you can't quite get consciously or something. Like yeah. You can't quite get with your mind, I guess. You can't quite. Yeah. So this but might it, not make any sense, but I think of like, uh, if, if you're at the end of your life, right. And you were to watch a video 
just like a silent video of moments in your life. So it's just like you getting your first award somewhere and then it's like you getting yelled at and then you meeting your spouse and having your first kid and then uh, all the funerals you went to and just like little bits and pieces and like the good things and the bad things. I think that there would be a theme that would underlie like all like, like the mundane parts of life, just, just sitting and with someone you love and just watching a sun or something, there would be a theme that ran through that. It would make you feel a certain way, but I don't even know if you could put words to it. Yeah. Does that make any sense at all? Yeah. And I think, I think the realm in which the shadows fall is something kind of similar where you've got all these bits and pieces of a life uh, that, has been going by and you and you love it and there's the good and the bad and but the theme that runs through it is that like this is all beautiful and this is a gift sort of a thing i don't know that's a great way of putting it that's kind of how it seems to me that's a great yeah i like that that's a really good way of putting it yeah 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 wow that's crazy yeah yeah i think that's a great way to describe it hmm yeah, I don't know. So what did you think? This is probably going to be, uh, this might be a dead end question. What, <laughs> are there any thoughts on why she had to go like to the heart of the earth? And uh, I don't know. Well, though, gosh, that was going to be my next thing for you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I thought that that whole couple of like, that whole chapter was so fascinating to me. When she jumps from old man of the sea to the old man of the earth to the old man of the fire yeah um, it's a to me it seems to be a return to childlikeness like mm. hey there's the old man of the sea and he's this really old man um and i don't know if that's something to say like he's your you come to the like he's on the edge of the world right he's at the sea yeah. so you're like kind of at the end and he's this old man and uh but then she goes to old man of the earth he's even younger but he's but he says he's because the old man of the sea says you need to see the old man of the earth he's even older than i am he might know where you need to go yeah. And then she gets to him and he's younger. He looks younger than the. Yeah. And then when she gets to the old man of the fire, they say he's the oldest man of all. He'll know what to, he'll know where you need to go. And she gets to him and he's like, a, yeah, a little child. And it was like, playing. A, oh, it was a naked baby playing yeah. with bowls. And she yeah. watched him for like seven months. Do you remember that? No, it was seven years, I think. Or seven she said, years. She, yeah, she, so. she looked at him and then didn't realize she'd been watching him for seven years before she spoke. What does any was, of that mean? <laughs> I, I think i get the impression she was already dead because i think the old man of the sea says women are coming to me a lot quicker these days than men and i don't know what that means i kind of say if, that i think so oh interesting and i don't know if maybe there was like something going on at that time where like maybe women were dying younger i don't know if it, he's intending to get that across i have no idea what that means really um let me see. Uh, white blossoming. That's plant. really interesting. The old man. It's beautiful. My grandmother's. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, let me. See. I don't know if I'll be able to find it. That's um, totally fine. Yeah, it's definitely. Um, yeah. So he goes basically when they both of them. I think right when they get to him though, the old man is he. They have to take a bath. Yeah, and and, water, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's kind of like some sort of baptism or something. And I don't know if that's kind of like being baptized into death. I don't know. Because they say something uh, 
it, it's like this refreshing bath and then they kind of it's almost like they forget their not necessarily their sorrows but they forget their their traveling sorrows does that make sense yeah they like, forget, well it cleanses every everything that's come from them from the journey yeah. right so like the 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 blisters on their feet and yeah. like the weariness of their hands but they're still just as old and have all the memories but it just yeah it like yeah yeah exactly yeah 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 so then yeah so then he sends her down and i think the oldest man of all the little child i think <laughs> yes <laughs> i think it's a return to childlikeness like that's kind of uh-huh. the ideal state is like you're trying to get back to kind of the garden of Eden in a way. And you're not childish because he's not like childish. This child is, no, like, he, know, like, he knows everything. He's, he's a yeah. genius. Yeah. yeah. yeah, And uh, yeah. And, it, but I think it's kind of this getting back to this, this state of innocence that everybody wants. Mm. And he's just sitting there, but I think he's playing, is he playing with like the rainbow? What is he? I don't remember what he's doing. He's playing with some sort of like balls or marbles. And I can't it's, remember I think if they're different bowls. colors. I think it's bowls. Oh, because okay. I remember thinking, what? How do you play with bowls? <laughs> what he was doing? Uh, yeah. I think it was color with all the colors of the ring. I think it was. Might have been, yeah. I don't know, but then she, I think she says she stands there and she stares, and then all of a sudden, seven years have passed, and she didn't yep. even notice. But then all of a sudden, he does something with the balls, and it just clicks in her head, and she said, uh, "What does it say?" Like, or maybe it's balls. She, I don't know. She knew. She knew everything all at once. Under kind of understood the whole universe, but it wasn't in her knowing. Or something yep. like that. It's something weird like that. She understood everything, but not in her knowing. And then, and then she talks to him, and then he sends her. Uh, he draws a line in the ground, and I don't know if there's an egg. Is, is there an egg? Oh man, I gotta look now. I think there there's is an egg. egg. I think there is an egg. What? Because there's an egg in the beginning. <laughs> the rainbow. Yeah, egg. Fi- find that in the book. Find yeah, that in the book. See. I don't know. Yeah, my he took is. something out like an egg from under it. He turned up a great stone and took out something like an egg from under it. Yep. He next drew a line, a long curved line in the sand with his finger and laid the egg in it. He then spoke something Tango could not understand. The egg broke, a small snake came out, and lying in the line in the sand grew and grew until he filled it. The moment he was thus full grown, he began to glide away, undulating like a sea wave. So there's, is it like there's yeah. this weird freaking thread? So there's this egg in the beginning, then there's an egg there, and then this serpent crawls away like a sea wave and mossy has to walk across and he's the sea. walking across the sea yeah i don't know yeah. it's i don't know what to make of See, it i don't i, I don't know it. what it's any like, of it means but i like love this, it yep. yeah it's this tapestry woven together and you're just like man i just somehow it just fits and it's it so feels good. very genius yeah uh, i feel dumb for not being able to understand it but the crazy <laughs> thing is and i want to keep going, talking about the story itself for a second but yeah the, the best part of this to me i think is that it's written as a children's book and yeah. it's for children and Mm-hmm. And there's a part of me that, like, I, I feel like to understand this book the way that I'm supposed to, I'm almost supposed to turn my logical thinking cap off and just yeah, kind of sucked so. into the, the whimsical nature of it. And that's exactly how, like, a child would listen yeah. to it I, if it see, were I get, read as a story. I also kind of get the impression that that's how you wrote it. But I, I could so be too. wrong. Like, I don't think he was writing it from an intellectual point. I think he was just writing a a good story and it just wove itself together. Like, I really think he just tapped into something like people would say, like people that play music will say they tap into the muse or whatever, like this kind of genius yep. out there. I feel like it's kind of the yep. same. That's, that's kind of what the impression I get, but I could be wrong. He could have sat there and been like, Oh, and this has to like, 
No, but from, I, from, I don't, from reading I don't his other writings, I'm like, he does not come across that way at all. I agree with that too, other, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know. But so, yeah, I don't, I don't exactly know what to make of the three. I like the idea of getting back to the Garden of Eden. The yeah. all powerful, um, all knowing, childlike. So, what's with the old man of the sea? And when he says, Oh, but you're young, when mm-hmm. Mossy sees him and he sees something different. And he says, Am I? I feel very old or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yep. I feel so old. Oh, well, you know, um, he says, like, you, you see me most, you see me differently than what yeah. other people see me because most people see me coming and they're afraid. I think I get I the thought, impression. Oh, he's death or something. I don't know. Yeah, I get the impression because like he's at the end of the journey. Yeah. You can't walk any farther. You've come to the ocean. It's the end of the sea. Like, this is literally like clicking as we're talking. Like, I, I know, like, me too. Yeah, it's weird. So, this is the impression I get. And I feel, feel like she gets to him and he looks older because I think she dies first. That's kind of what I think. Okay. Um, and so she dies, I wouldn't say in the prime of her life, but she hasn't lived as long. Mm-hmm. And so I think, and if, if she dies first, then Mossy is following, looking for her. Um, death wouldn't look as scary and it wouldn't look as old. And if you're older, oh, the older you are, the younger people look too. Like, yeah. Like, you know, Oh, you get, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. You get to, when you're 20 and you meet a 30 year old, he's older. But then when you're 50, the 30 year old looks like a little kid, you know? So that's kind of, kind of what I thought. And that's why he says, you see me better than most. Cause he kinda had this clarity of like, Oh, he's not some dreaded old man. Like the end of my life is not some dreaded thing right now yeah. it's like i'm kind of almost ready because he says i'm tired i've been walking for so long yeah 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 and then yeah, he says that's, that's yeah yeah then well, he gets in the because... bath or something and he's like my feet hurt and like you said it i think you brought that up <laughs> earlier he's like he's his he realizes his feet don't hurt anymore or something yep. yeah 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 well yeah that's that was the first thing that i kind of caught on to when i read that was um the reason why he sees him differently is because of the journey that he had that mm. she did not have. And it yeah. was because it lasted a lot longer. Yeah. She reached him first. You're right. She reached mm. him a lot sooner. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, yeah. So what I was reading it through the first time an old man of the sea says, you know, when most people see me, they're afraid, but you like welcome me or something. That was when I thought, Oh, he's like, he's, he's like the Grim dead. Reaper. Yeah. yeah he's dead. He could yeah. be, he could um, be. I mean, yeah, it's a, like kind of like that painting I drew uh a while back like where i had the grim reaper on one side and then like an angel on the other yeah and it's like they're both death it's just it's just how you if you're ready to go like if you're if you're living your life and and ready to go then like death is not a scary thing it's just the angel to escort you home or something you know or it's the grim reaper if you're yeah if you're right don't have a clear conscience and living yeah yeah exactly so yeah, I think they die, and then um, the water. I thought of baptism too, but I don't know. Yeah, it seems but like I, some I sort of weird that. cleansing. I don't know. I'm not exactly sure. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so back to this question: Is there okay. any any impressions on why why he he walked across the sea? The old man directs him to walk across the sea, and she has to go basically to the center of the earth i know that's what beyond. i was getting to too i <laughs> okay is it, okay oh. 
turn like like you said turn let's turn off the the thinking like does it feel right is there any intuition like does does that even feel right like if you're just gonna write a story like that and the girls come to the her like the point of death and has to like maybe make a little bit more of a journey before that you can go ascend the stairs to heaven or whatever that is like like there's a little bit more of the journey like does it make sense like is there just some sort of inner intuition where like oh that makes sense that she would have to go this way and he would go across the ocean i like what are your i don't know i'm just gonna the, does it go feel from right? the gut like okay. super yeah, yeah. intuition right yeah, yeah yeah it feels right to me <laughs> yeah um why you have a guy and you have a girl and they both went on a journey and the girl has a really hard time. And I think girls have a really hard time with everything in general. Uh, like being a mother is probably, you know, childbearing. I, I like, was just thinking like that should be the title of this video now. The girls have a really hard time with everything. No, I, <laughs> I feel like there's a lot that uh, is, is goes under the radar. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. with like the, the entire female experience, and I think the guy's journey is more simple yeah. and maybe a little uh, bit longer. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's guess, just I don't know. that's just my initial. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it feels right to me too. I'm not really quite sure why. Because it's I, also more complicated than guys. That's also something I was thinking about. Yeah, I didn't know if it maybe had something to do with Mother Earth. Um. Because she basically, so the girl at Tangle, by the end of the story, she's basically the grandmother. Yeah. What it seems like to me. Yeah. She, looks, she had the, she had the dress on and the hair. Yeah. And the hair was barefoot just sitting there. She basically gets transformed through her journey into the grandmother. Um, and he, when she sees him at the end, she says, oh, you're like the old man of the sea. No, no. You're like the old man of the earth. No, you're like the old man of the fire. No, you're my very, you're like all three. You're my very own mossy or something like that. Yep. And it's like, they both go through this transformation, but he never even met, like he met the old man of the sea. He never met the other two. It's just, it's odd. I'm not sure why that works that way. Cause it's like, she goes to the heart of the earth. So I'm like, there could be something there about mother earth and her just like kind of becoming the, the great divine mother or something through that process. I don't really know. But then at the same time, it's like, she sees him as all three in, in all a way of it. too yeah so i don't know there's something there and there's something there i want to put my thinking probably, cap back on yeah someone else is probably going to pick up on this and be like oh, i know what it is and i'm like i'm almost like don't tell me don't tell me like i, I kind of like the mystery of it i don't know i kind of like yeah. the mystery because it feels like there's something there's a connection between her having to dig or take this journey even further down into the set like into the heart of the earth where she understands everything and somehow that's connected to to him in a way, even though they're not together anymore. It's still like they they're still, I don't know. And I don't really know what do you I uh, sorry, what are your thoughts on that first? I don't know. <laughs> With your thinking cap back on. <laughs> I have I have no idea. Well, so the first thing, I mean the whole like girls have a harder time with any everything. I I that was just my gut like reaction to the thought that the girl has a longer journey to go. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It sounded like she went through more suffering. Yeah. I don't know why. I I don't, I don't know why either. She goes through a place of intense heat. Like it's, it's, yeah. Um, 
other than, I mean, if we think about the difference between guys and girls, the only difference is uh, one can bear children and create life, you know, um, and I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. So then thinking cat back on thinking like symbolically the three different layers, death to something else, to something else. Um, why would you have to journey to the center of the earth to become the feminine, the, the mother nature? I don't know. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, cause this is us putting, putting like, which like, like we said, we don't like to do it. Cause it, I think this story should be left a mystery. So this is us just like, right. Yeah. Trying to, just rambling. Try, yeah. So like them coming to the man of the sea that I don't know that that means death necessarily. And that there's a further journey beyond it, but it's just like it, this is kind of just a guess at that. Yeah. I don't know. So, but going with that thought, I don't, yeah, I'm not really sure. It's yeah. It's this weird sort of transformation of like, I don't know, man. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. She also didn't need the key to get where she was going. He did. Yeah, yeah, and she had to kind of almost wait on him to have the key. She went the but long and hard way. It's weird, like it it makes the story so much better because it's like I know. they had to they were reconnected in the end. Like even if she had to wait for God knows how long, because she says like she stood stared at the child for seven years, didn't yeah. even notice. It's like how long <laughs> yeah. was she waiting in that room? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, oh my gosh. But she she says it was a long time. Um yeah, I don't know. I also thought, I, yeah. I, sorry, oh, go sorry. ahead. I was gonna say that was something that I I thought about and chewed on for a while is the fact that she said that he looked like all three. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't I don't even know what it means. I don't know. But the I, thought that the person that you had all along is kind of like the the combination of all of your experiences, all all the best parts of all of your experiences like all the goodness actually was with you the entire time sort of i don't i'm not exactly sure yeah i'm not sure what it means yeah i like that i like that so i um i got another question i know i just realized what time it is i know you probably got to go um oh yeah probably kind of soon but yeah no rush. is uh the him walking across the ocean though like yeah. was it okay yeah let's get back to that like yeah is there do you have any thoughts on that or no Cause he, I like she had to go through the earth. I don't know why he didn't. Like he just, I mean, like I said, it feels right, but I'm not really sure why. What do you think? I might need to hear your thoughts before I. I, I don't know. I'm not he sure. says your. He says your your feet will not make holes in the water anymore. So the old man of the sea tells him, and then he just starts walking out across the ocean, across his. And I think it sounds like when I read it the second time. I think I've read the story twice, and when I read it the second time, it sounded going from her story straight to back to the boys, it sounds like, Oh, he had the easy, the easy go of it. But then when I read it a second time, it sounded like the journey across the ocean was probably just as hard. I just don't think he, it's not described as in much detail. Cause I think mm. it says like, he's having to climb over wave after wave and it's just endless. And there's like storms he goes through and stuff. I think. If does I'm, it I, say that? Oh, that's so interesting. I don't know. If I don't is, remember that. And I maybe it does think, and i, I just missed I should, it i should not just make that up actually <laughs> yeah that's a that's Hopefully an important point <laughs> yeah yeah you tasted the, of death now is it good oh yeah i forgot he said that the old man tells him that 
when he takes the bath, I think he says, you have tasted of death now. Is it good? Oh yeah. That's pretty obvious. <laughs> and he says, and, and Mossy says, it is good. It is better than life. No, said the old man. It is only more life. Your feet will not make holes in the water now. I, just, I loved that part. I love so that. He says, Across the waste of waters, against the bosom of a fierce black cloud, stood the foot of a rainbow glowing in the dark. This is the way. So he says he walks out. Um, he fought. He fought the wind and clomb the waves mm. and went on towards the rainbow. The storm died away. So there's, I guess there was a storm, but it's like, that's all it says. Like it says the storm died away. So it doesn't really, I guess what I mean, it doesn't really go into detail. I don't know if you're supposed to think. Cause he says he fought the wind. He clomb the waves. Um, a cool wind blew over the wide plain to the quiet ocean and still mossy journeyed eastward. Yeah. But the rainbow had vanished with the storm. Uh, day after day he held on and he thought he had no guide. He did not know how the sh a shining fish under the waters was directing his steps. He crossed the sea and came to a great precipice of rock. Yeah, so it's like very short. His, his journey is just kind of like summed up in these few sentences. But yeah. it makes it, I don't know, I kind of wonder if it was, or it could be like really not that long because he could have been walking through the land of shadows a lot longer than she was. I don't really know. It's, hey, I'm not yeah. sure. I mean, my only, again, I, I really do like thinking about this whimsically like a child yeah, would. Yeah. Um, I, I like the idea of having met death and then being able to walk on top of something that otherwise would have swallowed you whole. Ooh, right. So cool. like if we, if we talk about like oceans in the Bible, mm. you know, there's a lot of very heavy parallels and symbolism between the sea and chaos yeah. or the sea and darkness um yeah and and now that you have tasted of death you can just just walk on top of it um I don't, it's like you're not bound by that oh, that's great anymore does that make sense that's that. kind yeah. of where i went immediately. i didn't even think about that yeah kind of like the waters of chaos and the waters of death and now that he's tasted of death he can just walk across it yeah yeah that's good and there's still waves but he can just walk over them instead of getting like thrown over by them yeah that's good yeah I that's like what that. i huh. that's kind of what i was thinking was almost yeah. like a superpower like yeah you're on your way and you've been released from this thing like like how she was ate of the soup and then she was able to talk to the animals and like get in tune with mm -hmm. with nature that way he was able to like yeah over I see. like the whole yeah that's because that's he, kind of the thought that i had ah oh, that's good man i didn't even notice that connection too there is like <clears> this weird thread yeah like they eat with they eat with the lady at the beginning and then when they get to old man to see i guess i think he eats of the or at least maybe they don't. Maybe they don't have a soup. I can't remember if they have a soup there. I don't remember tea. if they have a soup or not. They, I think they have it something. Might, it might just be the bath. I can't remember. I don't know. But the the bath, I guess, kind of is this baptism into death because you have tasted of death now. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. Well, hopefully it's mysterious enough. Man, this was a lot of fun. I can let you go. Sorry, I kept you like half oh, an hour longer. Uh, no, man, it's really it's really no problem. Um, is there anything else before we go? I don't know. Yeah, you can anything. I'm trying to think. Uh, love the story. It was a great yeah, story. Yeah, this is weird. Um, this is like one of, one of our only conversations where we actually stayed on a topic. I, I know. Like. I know. It's great. What was the <laughs> name of that one that you did with me? It was like 
test tube babies and combo oh. number five. Or oh something. yeah, we were busted said, all over there. I said like test tube babies are like ordering at McDonald's. Yeah, because technology now is like, yeah, I want <laughs> I can get my baby how I want it. Yeah, exact exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um so, yeah. I'm trying to think. I just thought I just thought the story was really profound. And I think the th- a big thing that I got away with it was um as as it's a story about life and about the goodness of life and the little speckles of goodness that are on the way and uh people are waiting and and people walk with you and then they will be there at the end and it's just a very happy it's a very happy story you know full of hope Um, yeah even like the scary parts didn't even seem that scary that's why i think of like a video of like if you saw like clips of all of your life and the hard moments and the good moments you would see it all as beautiful at the end of your life even if it was terrible at the time and that's that is a blessing um yeah so yeah yeah. that's good man yeah nice good way to end it summarize it